What's good? What's good? There oh, we are. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, you decided to wake up. Lady decided to come say hello at the same time right. we started. On time. On time. She's been like snoozing. She was straight snoozing. Um, so we're here. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, Let's hey, give everyone everybody. time to join us, I guess. Get over yeah. to Twitch TV. What are you smoking? Um, I have, what do I have in here? I think I have sour diesel in my grinder. Um, sour, some sour diesel here. And then I've got my trusty pipe here. I'm taking care of some business right now while we're, uh, while we're letting the room fill up and getting ready. We are doing a follow to our, to our consumption episode today right yep yep nexus is here yes of course always thank oh. you thank you thank you let's try again um, i messed mm -hmm. that up yeah follow-up consumption consumption continued um i don't know we didn't really talk about it last week and i don't know if anyone really pays attention to that our our pinners are our follow-ups from our sessions and and whatnot but um Due to my scheduling, uh, we are flipping things around, and this was supposed to be a pinner episode, and we've uh, changed it up. We've got a pretty fun subject we're talking about here today. So we're going to wrap up some of the consumption methods we didn't get to talk about um, on 419. Definitely yeah. check out that episode on our other uh, platforms um, as well. We'll run those across the screen here in a few. Um, I'm still uploading it to YouTube, but it should be up on Spotify already. Yes, yes, yes. All those other places. Um, hey, Kelly. How you doing? So today, I mean, the my consumption is uh, is is always above all. Um, I do the, um, the, the smokables, but I do have some CBD powder in my coffee here. Um, it's my second cup. I just put like a little plop in there. Um, doesn't have any flavor, so it doesn't affect my coffee. Nice. Um, I like that stuff. And so I guess that's a, a good thing that we could talk about this for a minute while we wait for uh, some some more people to show up and come on in. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to conduct an experiment. I've All decided. Science. For science. For science, I'm gonna start consuming, and I mean, I'm gonna still smoke. I'm still gonna smoke, but I'm gonna start consuming um, ingestibles more. So I'm gonna get a tincture. Keep going. I'm sorry. I do have something to insert when you're done with that. I want to add something onto your repertoire. Yeah. So I'm gonna get tinctures and some edibles, and I'm gonna start taking those daily. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm gonna start taking those daily. And I'm gonna see if it changes um, my the way that that my body produces smells. So think asparagus when you pee, mm -hmm. and yes. um, and the sweetness when you eat pineapple and strawberries and such. Um, <laughs> which okay. So with that, I wanted to I wanted to talk about a consumption method last week that we didn't get to touch on, and that's um, juicing the raw cannabis leaves. Oh, yes. We didn't get touch on that at all. We didn't. But I feel like, you know, if we're going in the vein of our mm. fruits and vegetables and how those affect um, 
our secretions, then maybe adding some raw cannabis into as well once you get your girls going. And so you think that I feel like, okay, so this experiment comes from somebody saying that it was, they felt like it was happening to them. So I was like, I need to try that, try and see if this is going to happen, right? From using a tincture, like a strong tincture. But also, I feel like, I, I feel like that would change my body, the, the smells more, the body chemistry more is, is the vegetative matter, right? So, yes. So that's so when I, so when I prune my girls, I just, you know, put those leaves in water is what I'll do. I'll put them in water to save and to clean them off too. You want to clean them off real good. Um, and and then, um, okay, so I'm going to have to use it in everything, too. So everything I consume outside of water, I think, probably. So anything I eat, I, I'm going to have to get that Levo sprayer thing. So I just have it always with me, like spraying oil onto my food. Um, well, that's, and that's, a, that's a good thing to know. It's like, okay, well, how much? And you should be measuring how much you are consuming and what level do you hit. Science experiment, I'm gonna yeah, have to what level do you hit? to you know, or how much are you consuming and to notice that change you know like right now if you documented what you medicate with right now and what you consume daily there's it's a no right you know how much it is it's a no yeah, and no, so but i don't i don't i don't use that much edibles or in like i don't i don't i use mostly smokables that's mostly what i use what's up to be blunt what's up what's um, up so I use mostly smokables, but I think ingestibles are going to be Did I comp Oh, did, did you, you get me? I'm having some technical difficulties. I did freeze up. But I think ingestibles are going to make a difference. So you guys, I'm getting a new computer on like May 4th, so just bear with me. I am having some some technical difficulties here and there. I'm trying yeah. we're, we're going to through okay. it. Yep, well, we are. We're working through it. You've got. We've got. We solutions. always have technical difficulties. It wouldn't be our show if it wasn't technically difficult. Yeah, yeah, and that we can work through it. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I think that's true. you know, start with where you're at, like with the adding it to your, you know, into how you're consuming, and then once you start, you know, once your garden gets going and everything, and you have access to those fresh leaves and whatnot. I think start you know like and then we'll, we'll we'll bump it up a notch and see what happens yeah excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have I, mean, to ask. I would be okay setting this up like a like a, a true science experiment so that we could maybe like put some shit i don't know we know i know people we know people just, that. Like, just like on the other side of the bathroom door you just like hit the record button you hear me like it smells like weed when i pee like you hear me like on the other side of the door that would be fun. That would be a fun time. Be like, yay, we hit it. We hit it. <laughs> this is what it takes. <laughs> so, yeah, juicing is actually really healthy, too. And um, it's a great way to kind of avoid the high. If somebody's looking for medicinal use, but not that high that comes with it, which I quite enjoy. Everybody does, and it's fine. But um, juicing, you're going to get all. All of those like um, inactivated cannabinoids. Yes. Did I freeze again? 
Yes. Okay. So you're going to no, get no, all no. of those in inactive cannabinoids when you juice. So you're going to get THCA and CBDA and CBD, anything that the plant has to offer um, that hasn't been activated by heat. So that's what you're going to get. I know some people don't, some people don't dig it though, you know, so it happens. Um, it's like an additional supplement. Yeah. It's not, um, you know, it, it's again, a, a different way to consume. Mm -hmm. A lot of there's some anecdotal evidence too that it's really helpful in um in uh thanks super curly one that's really <laughs> awesome you. I was able to stop and read that oh my gosh <laughs> thank you so I did too I was like <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying that's a very long message thank you so much it's really awesome thank um, you so damn I lost my train what was I saying I forgot. It doesn't matter. Is it important? Was it important? Well, well, everything you say is important. One, don't um, tell me two. that because that, there will be no living with me if you tell me everything I say is important. That that no, there will be. You will not be able to live your life anymore around me. I just be like, bitch. Did you hear what I said? Everything I say is important. Somebody told me that once. <laughs> um. Do I need to amend it about cannabis? Because that still, then, then we. Oh, no, 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 about no. Cannabis. I, I, I just <laughs> it the cannabis closet. Um, I just gave it our name. Thank you so much. So nice. Um, I can't play with these fringes the whole time. I'm trying. You are. It's so funny. It's how I can tell if you're frozen or not. It's a oh, uh, <laughs> constant motion. So keep doing it. It's just not bugging me. <laughs> Um, New computer coming, baby. Um, I did. So yeah, juicing is really. That's what I was gonna say. Is juicing. Uh, juicing is really great. It, it you can avoid uh, some of the things that you need to avoid uh, when juicing for uh, cancer, for example. You can juice with vegetables that are low in sugar, and you can like it. It won't affect you like an edible will, but um, it does actually help with appetite and pain relief and inflammation. Mm -hmm. All of those cannabinoids that have not been activated are still very, very useful. So, yep. you know, you can get them all by juicing and then whole greens are just really healthy and also just having the greens of the plant and the terpenes are still in there and all of that stuff. You can get really great health benefits, just raw, raw juicing your plant. So yep. yeah, there are a lot. I mean, I've, we, uh, the first dispensary that I worked at, uh, actually created a juicing program back in 2013 and, um, or 2000, 11, 12, I guess. I don't even remember. It's been too long ago, but um, got to see how it benefited patients. Absolutely. Like they came in every X amount of days, you know, because we had rotations of, uh, you know, leaves and processing going through and they kind of really dialed in how they were you know, storing it and keeping it, you know, fresh for patients and right. um, just getting to see some of the benefits for those digestive is issues and, and how it can just assist in other ways. So great articles. Um, I looked up a few articles online. There's um, yeah. some great articles in regard to juicing. So if you want to find out more about that, um, definitely scientific evidence out there about it. Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. And, and a lot of people kind of avoid those kind of, yeah, it's, first of all, if you can't grow your own in your state, it's going to be difficult to get those, those this, you know, the, the leaves and the plant material that's raw, because 
Grows usually aren't selling those things. There's no really regulation in most states to sell those types of things. So everything has to be dried and sent to the dispensary and it's made for smokable consumption or, or vaporized consumption, but it's not made for juicing consumption. And some people really need that. Um, thanks for stopping in. Super yes, early one. We you. really appreciate, uh, appreciate all of your compliments. It was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for coming through. Um, so I think that also, and it's hard to, it's really hard to store that stuff fresh. So you have to get it fresh. So mm -hmm. I feel like we do need to have something in the regulation to, to allow for, you know, like, okay, for example, on Tuesdays now, it used to be on Fridays. Um, on Tuesdays now, it used to be on Fridays, my dispensary has clones. You can get them on Tuesday. That's the only day you can get them. And it's because they don't have the setup in the dispensary to uh, to take care of those plants long term, right? So they just have it for one day. So why can't we have like fresh greens on one day a week? Because we know we're going to be doing this or a couple days a week because we know we're going to be pruning those plants anyway. Um, the only issue I think that I would come up with is that we would need to really flush before we prune, right? Because we don't want anything that is going to harm a patient to be inside of that plant. And that includes any pesticides that you're using, any nutrients that you're using, things of that nature. Um, when I home grow, I don't use any additional nutrients um, on my outdoor during veg. So during vegetative time, the nutrients that it's getting from the soil and the dirt is all that it gets. And then they, I mean, they grow beautifully. They, they love glitched again. Uh, I'm glitching a little bit, you guys. I apologize for the technical difficulties. They grow it's beautifully. Bad, at least on my end. I can, I'm still okay. getting the I see myself freezing up over here. My new computer is going to be here like next week. So it's, we're going to be fine. We're going to get through it. Um, what's up? What's up, Born? Thanks for coming through. Matt Harley, To Be Blunt, uh, Shooks, thanks for coming through, you guys, and hanging out with us. We're going to have some guests on soon, too, so just hang out. We're just going to catch up on the consumption stuff and on last week's episode, which is kind of what we would have been doing anyway because we do a pinner after every episode. But um, as MJ said in the beginning that we're switching it up a little bit uh, because of her schedule, we're going to do a pinner next week also. And then... And the following week, we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but if you grow at home, if you can, and if you can grow at home, you can avoid. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's going to get worse. Going. It'll catch up. If you going. can avoid using, like, <laughs> if you can avoid using strong nutrients, or pesticides, especially do not use liquid pesticides on your plants um, if you can avoid it. Um, then you can use those leaves, soak them in, soak them in water and, um, and soak them in water for like a day or two and get them all cleaned up. And then you can juice those leaves. And it's, the, the health benefits are super, they're amazing. It's like a superfood. Cannabis is a superfood. I said it right super here. Food. You heard me say it's it. It's a superfood. Yes, yes, all Absolutely. the same things that kale and uh, wheatgrass and those things that you hate to love to hate. Um, this is something you can love to love. Like yes. <laughs> blend it into your, you know, apple smoothie or whatever, and and uh, and and take off for the day and 
and know that you're getting your body's just going to like absorb all of that. It's going to, your body's going to love that. And again, you're not going to get high from it. It's just, it's all of the pre, uh, pre-activated cannabinoids that you're going to get. And they all have amazing health benefits. So if you have a high tolerance besides taking a break, what would you suggest to help boost that? Um, so if you have a high tolerance, you're going to have to obviously increase your consumption, especially if you're somebody who consumes for chronic illness, right? And so you can't take a tolerance break. Everybody's like, oh, take a tolerance break. Not everybody can do that. And frankly, not everybody wants. So um, that's not like the end all. Um, that's the end of the conversation. We need to have other options. So um, if you're, it, I mean, I feel like you're uh, above and beyond this. So just, just follow the train that where we're going. Uh, but if you're, um, if you're smoking flour, uh, what I would recommend is that you would increase your um, potency level by adding keef, which is the um, sand that you get in the bottom of your grinder. Where's my grinder at? Um, oh, you got yours. So she's got hers up there. Oh, wait, where's the camera? Oh. That's uh, my smoke gear grinder, by the way. If you guys want one, you can check out mysmokegear.com slash ref slash can of queen DGO to get you a my smoke gear grinder. But anyway, so you can use that. You can toss your joint, your bowl with it, right? That will increase the potency of your joint or your bowl. Then step up. Now we're going to need to step up a little bit. They have different um, waxes, uh, different concentrates that you can add. So you could add concentrate to your flour and that would step up the potency level of your flour. And that could include chatter, but they also make stuff like crumble and uh, malleable and, and like to use these like syringes that they have so you can like you know create the snake in there or top your bowl with it really easily so there's a lot of different options for that and then obviously we would go straight into concentrate which is going to be more potent than flour we can go straight concentrate and uh tinctures there's like high potency tinctures edibles are tend to be high potency if your body even reacts to edibles. Some people do not get a reaction from edibles at all. So those are just a couple of the things, but you're going to want to increase your potency level. If you're using it for pain management, THC does matter. It absolutely matters, but those other cannabinoids matter also. So make sure that you're getting at least some mix of those, but a higher THC is what you're going to need for pain, uh, for pain illnesses or, or for chronic pain. Um, for inflammation, CBD is really, really useful at treating um, inflammation and um, CBN for sleep. If you're an insomniac, there you go. CBN is what you're looking for. You, you will pass out with that. That sleep aid that we have is CBN, not Indica Sativa. You guys will um, learn that I am not a fan of those terms because they don't really encompass what the plant does for us or tell us everything we need to know. So somebody could get an indica to go to sleep, right? But it doesn't work for them. And that's because uh, they need something more. The terpenes aren't strong enough maybe in that particular plant because terpenes are also very useful in helping with what we're feeling from that from the plant. So CBN is a cannabinoid, just like CB, uh, CBD and THC. It's another a cannabinoid that is out on the market. We see it here and there uh, around in Colorado. I'm sure you can find it on the West uh, a lot in a lot of places. Um, it is a, 
it is an aged form of THC. So what happens is that THC, it's, the plant starts, first of all, with, um, I love talking about this for you all day. I know, me too. I love people. Yes, the CBN, if you don't know, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the plant starts with CBG. This is the parent cannabinoid. You guys have probably heard about CBG because it's super popular right now. And there are growers and scientists working together, um, plant scientists that are working together to um, create plants that they have plants that are, just have CBG. So the CBG doesn't go away like it would a normal plant. In a normal plant, we lose the CBG by early flower stages. Um, so what happens with this plant is a constant transformation. So CBG turns to THCA. THCA under a little bit of the heat and the light will turn a little bit, not completely to THC. So you're going to have both of those kind of working. And this is all happening constantly over time, right? THC turns to CBN. It's an oxidized product of THC. So over usually a six month time period under constant light, um, the plant will oxidize and the THC will turn to CBN. And CBN is really, really uh, notorious for causing drowsiness and making us very tired and putting us in the couch. And you had this way, you had something to add <laughs> to that as well. What were you gonna say about CBN? Megan, can you hear me? Oh, I can. I can. I'm sorry. I was just listening to you. Oh, I. Um, <laughs> and also, I was looking at uh, an article and pulling up because it was actually um, there's a little note saying that someone actually there was a small study done um, a while ago. I think it said back in the 70s in that uh, in that article that I was just reading. Um, but they were just talking about the synergistic effect and that. Um, they were trying to, they did actually look at whether it was the, you know, people commented on the flower uh, being older and, and having that sleepier effect. And they assumed that it might be the CBN. Um, and then they looked at the combinations. If they were taking CBN alone, wasn't necessarily um, causing a sleep effect, CBN and THC together. And then they also obviously did THC alone. And um, they said, while the THC produced some of the drowsiness on its own, the combination of the two produced those even higher levels. So, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about that and uh, different synergistic effects and entourage effect or whatnot. Um, so then I don't know. So I was starting to pull up the actual article itself. So that's where you caught me of like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it did okay. also talk about other things that CBN are, you know, the, the benefits of CBN and the potentials for it, the antibacterial properties, the neuroprotectant properties, appetite stimulation you know we um everyone always thinks it's the thc and again terpenes uh, you know the um just those alone we have a whole uh, we're I, we're going to do a whole terpene section right yeah, like, yeah you guys right? know about terpenes there's no way we can um, avoid that and then the last little notes there just it goes into glaucoma and of course into anti-inflammatory yeah. but um my first experience with CBN um, when I got here, again, um, my friends were extracting and, and stumbled upon um, CBN. They, you know, came out as this dark, gooey concentrate, and they're like, "What the frank?" And um, got it tested, and it, you know, off the charts, like blew up. To, you know, and I, I had this like gram of it for the longest time because 
one, I don't have a lot of um, problems sleeping, but time of the month at different things. It's just like, I, you know, I would be on the floor when I first got here, you know, my body adjusting to altitude and everything. Like my monthly would knock me on my ass where I've never had issues like that. And that CBN um, concentrate was the only thing that I was like, thank God. And I think cheaper choose, but I had to take like, you know, I think 500 milligrams to be like, yeah, my I'm uterus really is okay. Yeah, so. no, you have to take so many, so many of uh, me too. I can't, sometimes I can't even get out of bed without taking like a high, high dose. So, um, so yeah, there's, listen, there are so many more cannabinoids beyond THC and CBD, and we will talk about all of them. We got no, no issues talking about any of those. Y'all heard of CBC? CBC is actually better at treating stress and anxiety and depression than any other cannabinoid available. So, I mean, we could talk. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I just want to like, just touch on, we're not going to get into, um, all of the different consumption methods and how, how like deep into it, unless you guys have a question and then we'll absolutely answer your questions, but we do have some guests waiting. Um, so we want to get into, uh, the big topic of the day and that's New Yorkization. But before we do that, so consumption methods that we are that we are commonly aware of or that we should you know should be aware of obviously juicing is one of them with the raw plant material then we go into dry plant material where you're going to smoke it or vape it then you're going to go into your concentrates which um think of think of uh the concentrated orange juice in your freezer section that's what that is so it's going to be a concentration it's going to be a higher potency level it's going to be very strong it's not for your novice user. It's for somebody that has experience and needs higher um, pain tolerance or medicated tolerance levels um, for those concentrates. And those come in different varieties, uh, different extraction methods. So we could do a whole show on concentrates for that. You have uh, tinctures, which are dosed under the tongue. That's an oil. It's usually quite viscous and it comes in different milligrams and it comes in well of CBD and THC together. Uh, and then uh, you also have Rick Simpson oil, which we didn't really get to talk about last time or um, RSO or FECO, some people call it, that's full extract cannabis oil. It's where you're gonna take the whole plant and extract all of those, um, all of those molecules out of the plant and leave the plant behind. So uh, yeah, that's it's a, a very thick- on its own. Yeah, that's also a whole episode on its own. It's a very thick um, oil, and you're going to rub it into the buccal lining of your cheek or into your like your gums or scrape it across your tooth. It's really that thick and let it dissolve in the mouth. So that's how you're going to use that. Um, topicals and transdermals. Uh, topicals don't cross into your bloodstream. So if you are that has to get drug tested, you could use topicals pretty freely. Um, and they're going to work like any kind of, uh, you know, pain app pain lotion that you would apply anything like that um, literally we have trans topical yeah um we have transdermals be careful because sometimes transdermals look like topicals so read the label transdermals will get into your bloodstream they will show up positive on a drug test um but they're they usually come in patches or like a small pen application with low dose um so they don't usually get you into that high feeling 
Um, so you could use them during a work day to quell your anxiety or your depression, for example, to get you through the day. Um, and then, yeah, uh, use something else like a, like maybe a vape oil or something like that to help, help with it as well. I like combining these methods, by the way, because I think they're more useful when we combine them. Um, yes. We have edibles, which we talked pretty extensively about on the show. Um, and we're definitely going to bring Levo back on to talk more about um, edibles and different. We maybe we, maybe we'll do a show where we do a, a ocean or something. Yeah, um, we'll talk. We'll talk more to her about that. And then uh, our favorite one, suppositories, which we did actually talk quite extensively about. Um, they're very useful medicinally. Uh, can help with Crohn's disease, IBS, endometriosis, ladies, um, and and period. Pain, menstrual pains um and what am i missing who am i missing candies obviously go with oh that's, that's going to go into your edibles drinks are going to go into your edibles as well even capsules um, and then are considered an oral but yeah your your capsules are yeah. capsules and tablets um are also available uh there's several mm -hmm. and those are going to work like an edible exactly mm -hmm. exactly going you guys know what i'm saying um, so yeah, so we definitely feel like, I mean, I feel like we have so many more uh, sessions that come out of our consumption episode, um, that we could definitely do break offs and, and have a whole episode about RSO, have a whole session, um, yeah. you know, with our edibles. Yeah. I know we have, you know, we're consuming and, and have our little breaks, but yeah, um, getting really in depth, a cannabinoid episode, a terpene episode or... <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. So, well, let's um, consume with our guests. Let's bring on our first guest. Um, her name is Pilar, and she is a member of Normal. She works with Normal, actually, um, and she's very familiar with uh, with the laws that are coming down uh, from New York. Uh, so we we have brought her on today to talk to us about what's going on in New York. These laws are changing. You guys had medicinal laws or have medicinal laws, I should say. Those aren't going anywhere. Um, but you are adding adult use legalization. How are you? Uh, introduce yourself to us and let us, let us know who you are and how are you? Hey. Good. Good. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Pilal de Jesus. Um, yes, I'm a board member of New York City Normal. I'm also the founder of All That Jive New York City. Um, and I wear other thousands of other hats outside of the cannabis world, a lot of advocacy. Um, I also ran for office twice here in my community. Um, and I'm a tenant rights advocate, advocacy coordinator with um, Take Root Justice. But yeah, um, yeah, and a member of the Start Smart Coalition, which was the coalition that worked um, very closely with the electeds um, in New York, here in New York State around legalization for adult use you know so recreation thank you for all the hard work that you do first of all that you, amazing yeah. amazing work um so tell us uh what legalization adult use legalization is going to look like and um what changes we can expect there's some good good things coming down we were reading those laws it, it's looking yeah. good tell us about it yeah, I mean, yeah, so we're we're very happy that, um, so really for, briefly, just a little quick history, you know, 
the governor has been talking about legalization for years and every year he's played his his game of politics with us and never passed it and he had his own bill which was the CRTA which was the Cannabis Regulation Taxation Act which was really bad and when i say bad in my and i'll say my opinion just so they don't come after me but uh you know really bad because it increased criminalization and added more penalties so and then allow the governor to make all the decisions on how the money would be spent. It was just really disgusting of him to even put such a thing mm -hmm. out. Um, and we advocates and defenders um, and some small business owners work together to really, with support of the legislators with Cougar and P Crystal People's Chokes, um, Stokes to work on the MRTA, which is the Marijuana Regulation Taxation Act. And we also chose marijuana because we also, you know, Marijuana, a lot of us feel that cannabis is like the gentrified name for it and, um, you know, understand why it's used. But we also were like, no, marijuana, let's keep it marijuana. So that was also a thing when we passed it. But our bill really focused on, you know, reparations, about having access that the people who have been the most harmed have access and be able to create generational wealth. But on top of a lot of things, but really mostly that we're not continuing to be criminalized because, you know, when you get arrested for marijuana, it's not just the fact that you get traumatized for the violent harm you process you go through by going to central bookings, going through the, you know, going to jail, but it creates barriers where you cannot get access to housing, you cannot get financial aid, you can't get, um, you know, a job possibly. And so, Outside of the fact that this is medicine, it really was creating a lot of harm, obviously, to Black and Latinos majority. And so this bill was really worked um, on to focus on that and repairing that and as much as we could, because obviously, you know, this is decades of, of, of um, you know, prohibition that has really harmed us. So we had this bill and we focused on, like, again, consumption lounges because we know that a lot of folks too, they live in housing where you're not allowed to smoke in your apartment. And since this is being treated like tobacco, you know, we don't want people to lose housing because they're smoking their medicine or however they're digesting their medicine. And so it, you know, this bill includes again, consumption lounge. It has um, language around worker cooperatives. It's not really perfect, but I would say like 90, 95% of our language made it into the bill and some of the governor's language though unfortunately went in so we're still dissecting the bill well the lawyers i should say um are going through it because i'm not a fan of reading these things <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, i read some of it but i just you know i have a little bit of dyslexia and so i get you know i rather put it on audible honestly they should put it on Audible. <laughs> it should just be really simple, honestly. It I don't should, know. Honestly, no, just talking language. about that, it should be available in a in a format where the average citizen can have access to it and also understand it because not, and that's good. You know, not everybody speaks in that legalese language, and that's good for you know creating the bill, but then break it down. Um, into layman's terms so that the average individual can understand what we're talking about. So, so yeah, which is why we have what's going on. Yeah. And which is why we're having, you know, we try to have these events in the community because especially that 
And because it's also important that we have it translated, that there's language access. Because again, so many people have been harmed, especially Black and Latinos. So, you know, communities need to have that information. And like you said, in the simple um, um, right. points. Um, so yeah, so this bill, you know, so we worked for years, years on this bill. And every year the governor was like, nope. Um, even though he told the people yes, but I guess because he is in a lot of trouble this year, and plus of New Jersey passing, you know, we yeah, you can't, can't. Jersey. go ahead. Yeah. Of <laughs> and so, um, so you know, we think that that's why he finally came to the table. He really had no choice. And plus, we had the majority of Democrats in the House. And so we didn't actually even need approval, um, honestly. So, um really happy but you know one of the big things that i really just would like your audience to really just take in outside of the fact that we yes we could obviously start smoking this without being harassed or molested by police for people of color this is no longer used as a tool to stop folks for smelling like marijuana and for stopping and frisking them and that's been a big huge huge thing. I see it all the time. It's happened to me. It is not cool to put someone through that process. It's violent. And so the fact that that's ending, that's like, that's one of the biggest things, like the most biggest thing for me. And one of the most important things for me, because the fact that that can't happen to me or, you know, my, my people in the community here, I'm just really, really, really happy about that. Um, I just want to say thank you for the segue that you just gave us to bring our next guest on because yes. this is exactly, uh, she has made history in my opinion. What's up? You guys Hi, know her. Nice to meet you. Lips on TikTok. My name is Janet Fonseca. I'm in the Bronx, New York. And uh, you guys might have seen her on the To Be Blunt podcast. Shout out To Be Blunt podcast on uh, 420. Uh, you did something pretty spectacular. Uh, he had a little contest. What would you do for a Levo? Right. And uh, what yes. did you do? What did you do for your Levo? What did you do for your Levo? Well, I walked around the 43rd precinct in the Bronx, New York, smoking a blunt. And I said, happy 420 to an officer. And how While many police officers so, did you encounter? I had four, four police officers, three at the main entrance to the precinct and one by the garage. So I said happy 420 to them while actually smoking. So it was really monumental and emotional and groundbreaking for me as a brown woman in New York. So amazing. And that's one of the, uh, I don't know if we, I, sorry, I did zone out as I was typing some things, but um, that's one of the awesome New York uh, measures saying you can smoke where cigarettes are allowed to be smoked. That's yeah, it, it was something that, you know, to me is important because living here and seeing the things that, you know, people in my neighborhood go through and as a woman, a brown woman, it's really difficult. I'm not even gonna lie. Right now I'm waiting for someone to come and bring me something. I've been waiting since like 12 o'clock and I still don't got nothing because I can't just walk into a dispensary because I can't just choose what I want, you know, and have a choice. I don't have a choice. I wait. If it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. And then I have to deal with my anxiety tonight, not being able to go to sleep, feeding jittery and everything else, you know? 
So I think this is what's going on right now is something so groundbreaking, so, wow, unimaginable. And I'm so happy that it's happening now. You know, I'm so happy because we've been waiting a long time for this. I come from an era where my brothers were hippies. You know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. So it was real different then. And to see this, you know, so many years later is incredible and amazing. Um, I don't know if, I mean, I feel like you probably did understand the significance of um, even though it's written into the law that you can smoke anywhere that you smoke cigarettes, y'all stole that from Canada. Cool. Um, I like that law. It's a great law. We cannot do that in Colorado. It is not a law in Colorado. Um, we were on the edge of our seats because we were like, mm -hmm. there is this woman of color walking around a police station with a joint in her, a blunt or what joint blunt you had a blunt in her hand talking about happy 420 officer happy and i was like it was beautiful I, I might die right now thank you we all yes all thank you um for me myself i i felt nervous just because of the the day before was the the verdict on that officer and that gentleman who passed away was the day before so here I am you know a brown woman I'm even trembling as I speak talking to you about it because it's so emotional like the next the every next day I'm walking in front of a piece and like with a freaking butt like I would have never ever done that even just walking in front of them would have been like putting on so much body spray not to pass an officer and not smell you know and doing that it was just amazing I, I tell you it was something that listen it's like birthing my kids it's like it was that monumental to me you know what I'm saying it was really it was that, that monumental to me. I don't even have kids, but <laughs> I was uh, I was very proud of you as your friend. And thank you. Um, I I was my heart was pounding when you were doing it. I was on the, on the seat, but it was absolutely amazing. And um, I know you did it to win a Levo, but I mean, I feel like it had so much more significance than that. And uh, I like thank you for. No, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you for laws, allowing me to do so. I know it's written into the laws, but we know, I mean, we're not going to ignore the climate of our country right now towards black and brown people and versus the police. And but don't get listened to anyone. Written into the laws. It doesn't, right. doesn't matter if it's written into the laws. This is still dangerous territory. And um, I would say mm -hmm. be careful and know your rights and don't talk to the cops. <laughs> um, so... I want to yeah, don't blow uh, the wanna... smoke in their face. No, no, some people I did, are, I I did that day. Like I did it for the Levo. I knew it was gonna be monumental. You know, I know it was a big thing to do, and I did it for the Levo. It's not something that I would do on a regular basis at all. At right. all. You I mean, know, honestly, ever, ever, ever. You could honestly smoke freely in front of an officer as long as that where you're smoking tobacco is allowed. And, and the, the, I know you wouldn't do it in the face, but I actually got questions from folks like, hey, can I smoke, blow the smoke in their face? I was like, listen, let's no. not go to that extreme. You know, like you can really smoke it in the street as long as tobacco is allowed and you know, not by, uh, you know. So yeah, that's- not, like not by a school or things yeah. like that, which is tobacco is also not allowed. But, Obviously, I wouldn't want that for my kids' school either, you know? But definitely, but I still, 
I don't know, I guess as a woman, like I said, it's nerve wracking. And I honestly, when I walked by that day, I said, you know what, whatever happens, happens because those people out there, I mean, my queen is there and I know she's going to do something for me. Get me out of here some way or another. (laughs) Somebody's coming to this precinct to get me. (laughs) I was like, um... (laughs) I was like, then don't, then don't come. I'm sorry. I just need to answer that. Um, then, then stay, stay put and you stay comfortable. Um, Born Logistics <laughs> says, hello, Pilar. <laughs> yeah. So you're in New York, you're relaxed. here in Manhattan. I'm here in East Harlem. I'm born and raised in East Harlem. I'm known in the community as Pilar La Problema. Um, but I've added Pilar La Problema con la solución. So Pilar, the problem with the solution um, because I, I you know, I believe in holding people are every, you know, are elected accountable. Those who are out here trying to profit off of our, you know, unfortunates that we have to go through as people of color. And so, um, you know, I, I, I'm Aries, if that means anything to any of you, I'm a fire yeah. sign, you know, and so I'm very passionate about my community and my people and, you know, just like not having to deal with so many injustice. Like, I'm just tired. I just turned 40. You know, clearly my family has gone through it and ancestors before that. So it's like, when does it end? So that's part of the reason of why I'm involved in so many areas, because it's important and it's all intersected. You know, one thing is is really related to the other. And so, yeah. But um, I also just want to say, like, when you said know your rights, <clears throat> that's something that, you know, we're going to be having a big Juneteenth event we're organizing right now because there's going to be so many events because there's so much to still understand about this time right now. Yes, we are in a good position and I like to explain it to people like this because I'm a visual learner. So imagine you build, when you're building a house, you have to build the frame, right? You build the framework first. Um, That's like what's happened with this bill. This is the framework, but we still have to include, put in the insulation, the plumbing, the window, you know, the rest of it. And so that's coming up now with regulatory. And this is a part of the bill, you know, let's celebrate, but let's not, let's not, let's not just forget, you know, too much because then that's what I believe the governor is expecting for us to be stoners, right? And and just let him have the power. Because one thing that's included in this bill is that there's going to be all these boards, these equity officers. So there's a cannabis review board, there's an advisory board, there's an equity officer, there's a this and this and that. And the governor has a lot of power to determine who sits on that. And I have a problem with that because the way it reads in the bill, he decides, he got like a majority of the decision. And to me, in my opinion, the number isn't enough to reflect the communities. And I'm sick and tired of elected officials trying to act like they're the expert. I'm more of an expert than Governor Cuomo or any of these representatives that are here. And that's not to disrespect them, but I want them to hear me when I say, I'm the expert, not Bob from wherever he's from that doesn't know shit about East Harlem or the Bronx or Brooklyn or all the communities that have been harmed the most. And, you know, and so I think that that number of people that need to be on this board need to change. And I think the people have to decide who needs to sit there um, because there's also a lot of vultures out here trying to get on there so that they can determine 
how this regulatory part is going to play out. And then they get their friends and privileged people will be allowed access. And then folks who have been suffering all these years and still are in jail too, you know, um, they're not getting any way in and they're not able to create generational wealth. So we really, we must celebrate, but we cannot stop. And so I really want folks to understand that. Don't get too excited and just start, you should be focusing on what businesses you want to open, but also be a part of this because I there's there's only a few of us and it's really sad because we smoke the most weed in the world. We smoke Please tell people how they can participate, yes, how that's that was how next part. Part. Absolutely. I was about to ask listen, listen, yeah, I would love yeah, to participate. Listen, I, I'm listen right well. here. It, it doesn't matter what state you're listening from. I need you to listen and listen well. If you're not participating in the process, then don't be mad when you don't get what you need in the process because not enough of us are showing up to our state, local, and federal uh, meetings that they have about our, our plan and about our regulations. And we have to show up. If we don't show up, they make the rules and they don't understand us. They don't understand our plan. They don't understand our communities. They don't understand anything about us no, at no. all. Nope. Did I freeze completely? We can no. still hear you. Okay, good. They don't understand. You. That's a great face to freeze on. They don't understand anything about us at all. And and they're the ones making the law. So if you're not participating, you're actually kind of part of the problem. We need you. If you're really about this plant and about legalization, we need you to show up. And so she's going to tell you how to show up in New York, but this is how you show up in every state, legal or not legal. This is how you show up in every single state. And Take and like you part. said, on a front, and since we we're talking about all, just to really quickly the, all the states, you know, something I was talking about with other folks that are like passionate about this, about fungi, because we can talk about psilocybin and, too. Oh and so, um, but um, you know. I was saying, you know, I don't know if folks know, but right now the reason why marijuana is still also on a federal, on your state level, the states have made decisions to legalize, but federally it's still illegal because it's still scheduled as a scheduled one drug. So they're saying that there's no medical benefits to marijuana on a federal level, that it's more dangerous than heroin right now. That, that, and so the last, the person who said, put, made this list, was the Nixon, um, you know, um, administration. That was what years ago. And why we haven't revisit this list and say mushrooms need to come off that. Weed needs to come off that. Actually, we just need to deschedule all drugs and legalize all drugs and stop using this this stupid war. You know, we got to stop drug addicts. You have created that. And so, um, you know, federally, that's why it's important. We push them to... Just, just mm-hmm. take it out of the Schedule 1. Legalize I, all of them. So that's I would the, also go a step further in legal... I would say legalize all drugs and also stop allowing pharmaceutical companies to advertise that's to the, the general war. public and stop allowing doctors to make money off of selling pharmaceuticals. Those things have to stop because now we're not even talking about street drugs anymore. We're talking about the doctor gave you this and you died because you t- took too much of it because you became addicted to it. Like, yeah. that, absolutely. So, yes. But anyways, I apologize. 
No, 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 but you're absolutely right. That's what the war is. The war is the pharmaceutical on our lives. They're the ones killing us. And then, and then, so they kill us and they get all these profits. And then, then we have the criminal justice system putting us in jail and then making money off of us being in jail and then ruining our lives. And so really, you know, a sick cycle that this government has played racist (laughs) policy that have played a part of this. So yeah, for folks, if you want to get involved, you should definitely reach out to All That Jive um, NYC, All That Jive NYC at Gmail. Um, that's my email. You can reach out to me there. You could follow me on Instagram, Pilar's underscore Orenda. So that's P-I-L-A-R-S underscore Orenda, O-R-E-N-D-A. Also, you could follow the coalition, um, their marijuana um, marijuana justice on Instagram, and it's the Start Smart Coalition. So let me get you the app for that. But um, I'm gonna I'll make sure we get all of this and and link it up too when we when uh, we post this stuff. Can I? Yeah, I'll say any questions. Sorry, if you have any questions about how to get in touch with any of our guests. You can always email us. Yes, just give me a second. You can always email us at cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com to get any guests that we've ever hosted. So go ahead, uh, Janet. Yes, I'm sorry. One of the things that I wanted to mention while she's here as well is that a lot of those people that I contact, right, um, some of them have pages through Instagram and, you know, dispos or whatever. They are so worried to lose business because they do make a lot of business. You don't understand. These people are people that don't have the education or may not have the resources to, to legalize what they have, to be honest, you know? And I would like mm-hmm. to be someone that gives them that information. Like right now, this is what I'm getting. I'm going to definitely, you know, pass it on to them because they're good people. They're people that, you know, have delivered to us people that need it, who are sick, who have anxiety, who so many people that have so many different things. And they're the ones that have been there for us. And I feel that a lot of these people are gonna lose so much with this because they're not informed, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. that's why it's gonna be important for them to be in part of that part of the process because the framework is there for them to get in. But like I, you know that we're seeing in other states, which is why we've been watching, but we gotta pay attention to that regulatory part. Can I ask um, you go into um, the- and do a career event? I'm sorry? I said maybe we need to come in and uh, do a career event with you guys. Absolutely. I want to get hired. I'm ready. I don't know. Just work a co-op event. I'm I'm definitely retired and ready to go to work on this. (laughs) We're actually working to, um, we're working with a group that's uh, putting a career event together uh, in Missouri, actually two that we're going to be doing in May. And so, yeah, we're, we'll reach out to you and we'll see if we can't put one together in New York. Why not? I mean, why not? That sounds, that's a brilliant idea. I, lo- I love that. Um, can I ask, I, I have a question. What are some of the barriers to entry? So if I, wanna, if I want to own a business in New York, what, what will that cost me? What, what do I have to do to get to own a legal business in New York? I think that kind of piggyback off, piggybacks off of what you were kind of talking about. So I already do stuff like this. I provide to a customer base and now I'm about to lose a shit ton of money because legalization, how do I get in and become legal? What do I do? So, well, right now, don't get fooled by a lot of these. The first thing is don't be fooled by a lot of these so-called cannabis lawyers that are starting to come out the woodwork. 
Um, be like, be do check, do your, you know, dot your eyes, cross your T's, because I've been noticing that there are a lot of lawyers who um, practice in other law. And I'm not saying you can't switch laws, but I work with attorneys. And, you know, it's not you, it's not really easy to just, oh, I'm an expert in employment, unemployment law, this law and that law. And there's nothing happen right now. So that I can't, I can, you know, the bill is set up so that there is funding available because it could cause up to a $1 million for a license, you know, to, to get a license to sell your weed. Um, you know, we also, um, and that's why I have issues with Jay-Z acting like he's doing something like giving out his $10 million, like that's anything. But anyway, <laughs> uh, those are my own things, but like, um, you know, you um, right yeah, now, that's another yeah. show too. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, $10 million. We'll, that's we'll a million. I got no problems. <laughs> That's and people. He needs to no come higher than that. Jay Z out. He no, needs I'm to kidding. pay. He needs to pay for every single person in Marcy Projects to get a license. That's what that's right. That's right. So, not ten people, if you ask me. But anyway, because he can get that back. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's gonna be some money, and but the bill is set up so that people who are not in a position, especially like us, are not in a position to, I don't have, I, I don't have, no, you know, I barely make any money. And the work that I do with this, I make no money. So, and that's because I'm just passionate about it. And it's important for my people to heal and get, not be criminalized. And so um, just to say all that to say, um, there's nothing yet set up. So there's nothing to say how to go about it. But definitely start getting your ideas. You already have your business, but for folks who don't, get your your, your ideas together. Decide if you're going to be what you're going to be. Also, there's so much more than dispensaries. You don't have to always be a dispensary. There is this, there is language for delivery in this bill. There is the consumption. You can grow your own weed. You can grow up to six plants. It's the best <laughs> law you have, aside from the smoking wherever you can smoke tobacco. I mean, those are the two best laws. I'm hands down. If you can't, if you can't grow your own, I it's it's a disservice. It's a disservice. Absolutely. Yeah, because people should have access to their own medicine if they Absolutely. don't want to. They can't pay for it. Can't pay for and, that's exactly right. Um, and you and if you and it's oh, obviously it's twenty one and over, but if you are, you know, caught with marijuana under twenty one or um, it's not a crime; it's a fine. Yeah. Um, still have an issue with that. Um, but yeah, so I would say like don't only think about dispensaries. There's so much things that you can do without touching the plant, like a consumption lounge, you know, and that could be really good and that's helpful for people, like I mentioned especially for people who live in public housing, you cannot smoke in public housing and you will be thrown out. So people should be mindful and which is why consumption lounges is important. You, if you're, because you know, a lot of people have records even outside of marijuana, so they can't even touch marijuana, right? Because again, the federal level, but so there's things that you can do like a consumption line to do that. There's worker cooperatives. Start thinking of people delivery you have with delivery services. You know, there's so much ideas. Like people, yes. as you said, they're there. Just get it all. Get, start building your business plans. Really be careful of who you share your information with. That's important, especially I feel for us women, um, because it mm -hmm. is. And I, I've seen a lot of, you know, it's, it's, 
it's a combination of both, but I feel like in the spaces I've been in, it's been majority of a man, it's a man, uh, a lot of men. And, you know, some take you serious, some don't. And so, um, you know, be mindful for the ladies oh. out here that are trying oh. to do this. Most, most don't. Most don't. Yeah. They, you gotta, you gotta like, as just, I, I noticed this about a lot, a lot of us in the space is, is that uh, one of my friends says to me all the time, that uh, that the women in the grow that he works at work circles around the men. And I said, Be- because we have to, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you surprised by this? This is what we have to do. We can't just be average. We have to be above average to make our way in this space. And it's because of the arrogance. And it's, I mean, we were at one point never even really allowed into the space. So um, allowed, you know, some of us push our way in. Uh, clearly, we have a whole screen full of women that push our way in. But <laughs> like, literally, we do, we have to be better. We be better. Yeah, and, and I so. think it's also important we all work together. Like, there's just so much mm-hmm. money in this. And everybody's just, in my in my experience, just being also part of the advocacy and then the seeing the other parts of this. You know, everyone is trying to get ahead and like they were, oh, let me make money and then help people. And it really is not, it can't, like it shouldn't be that way. You know, I think I here's my other, you know, famous things I like to say. We're all like care bears. We all have different skill sets. And we all, if we just unite them, right, and just care bears there, uh, we'll really could be really extremely powerful and we need to recognize that. But I also understand why so many of us are not there yet. We've dealt with so much trauma and harm and, you know, I'm reading and, you know, taking, I'm also, you know, a psilocybin lover. And so it's really oh, helped with my healing. And so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing and people really need that because there's so much we're healing from that we didn't even know we had normalized. And that's why also people look at marijuana so bad. Like I don't even like calling it with um, saying it's like tobacco because it's not. And it's not not like like alcohol. It's not like any of that. It's the opposite actually. And so I just also want to get away from that. And to to kids, you know, at our event we're having in Juneteenth, um, we're going to have Ricardo Cortez who wrote a book called It's Just a Plant. And it's a children's book about marijuana. And so he's going to read to the kids because it's important to get this stigma out. It was based on a racist man called Anslanger. And he said that Blackie Reefers was going to make the Blackies think that they were smarter than the whiteies. Mm -hmm. So we need to under the communities need to understand it was never that marijuana was bad. It was because a white man, a racist white man, made it bad. And another yeah. racist white man put it on a scheduled one drug. And it other was, racist men. Let's let's this was all this was all um all based. He didn't have any experience to take the position that he had. I want to remind everybody that's listening that cannabis has been legal in um every country and nationally here in the United States for longer periods of time than it has been illegal. So we can absolutely, we just have to participate. Um, I like the Care Bear stare analogy and it made me think of the, of the Care Bear that is made for us. And it's the, you know, I don't Care Bear 
but I don't feel like that's accurate because I am really a pro very productive stoner, if you will. I mean, don't put expectations. I'm a stoner. Too. I get down and I'm very, very productive though. I get maybe on a slower pace sometimes, but I'm still productive. <laughs> Maybe I walk in the room five times to remember why I walked in there, but I get things done. No, but like legitimately. Me as well. I cleaned out a whole closet today, thank God. <laughs> we're professionals. I mean, we're professionals. We get things done. We show up when we need to show up. Like, you know, we're notoriously known for being late or whatever. But if I got to show up for a job, I'm showing up on time. I'm 15 minutes early. I don't mess around with stuff like that. And I probably, no, not probably. I did. I smoked before I walked in. Before I walked in, I was in the car. Yeah. I, 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 I ran for office twice and I knocked on 1,900 doors. And every single time I had to get ready for the day to go knock, I smoked at least three times. At least and I did not to. care that my eyes were red or whatever. This is a part of who I am. I can still mm -hmm. talk to you. I'm still doing a lot of things that, you know, yeah. don't, don't judge me for this. Don't Absolutely. judge me. I feel the same thing as a mom of four, my daughter being 20 and my youngest being 11. I get, I feel the same thing. A lot of people judge women who are, are, are moms because of what we do, but people don't understand that that's what helps us get through a day when you already have pre-existing conditions like anxiety or depression or whatever your condition may be. And then you add kids to it, you know, and then now being homeschooled is even worse, you know? And mm -hmm. so people put a stigma on us like, oh, how could you be a mom when you're getting high? It's not that. It's not about getting high. It's about, look at me. Like I made beef stew. I made white rice. I cleaned out a whole closet. I've done laundry. I cleaned my floors. I made sure that they get their schoolwork today. <laughs> I have phone calls to take care of. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not that person. They they always stereotype stoners as you can sit there and be like, and do yeah. nothing and move all day. That's not, the, that's not what it's about these days. Not the mm -hmm. responsible people, not people like us, people who need it, you know? And so that's a stigma. <laughs> Also, just one last thing, the word of dope. They need to stop using, calling weed dope. To me, dope is something you shoot in your arm or you're going to put up your nose, mm -hmm. you know, but white people always told us and when they talk to me, they're like, oh, you're going to smoke that dope? I'm like, what fucking dope? I'm not a crackhead or anything. Right. <laughs> you know, like, what are you talking about? So that's a word that I think also needs to be driven away from, you know, smoking mm -hmm. trees or, or marijuana in general. That's that's not yeah. a good word for it. And you talking about like these, all this, like they're still elected. If you watch the hearing, I mean, you could always go back if you want to put yourself to that torture. But um, the assembly um, Republicans were, they still on this gateway thing. The gateway, they're on the kids are going to smoke it more. They're on the driving under the influence. It is just like... Have they not looked at anything of the others that the, the information that the other states have collected on this? That no, I, don't know they, I was like, I could give you papers from LaGuardia, the mayor of New York, back in the whatever year he was the mayor, where he himself did a study on how not, not like how safe it was, marijuana. And this is BS, so it's like, I like stop, stop. And like the Long Island folks, the so folks in Long Island here. Your Long Islands, get to your Long Islands because they're talking about opting out because your mayor, another thing folks should go here in New York, the mayors can opt out whether to 
legalized or not in Long Island and, talk, and like allow you to sell. I mean, you know, so they're yeah, that's things. because Long Island, was, you know, there was a lot of rich white people. I used to live out there. I know I own the home out there. So they don't care. They got their own private thing and they don't care about legalizing or not because they're going to do what they want. It's a whole different world out in Long Island, to be honest with you. They act like so, they're not part so, of the state of here, you know? Right. So, so this, so every, uh, uh, every area has an opportunity to moratorium right so they're they're just what that means is they're not gonna they're not gonna allow for the sell of it but it's still legal in the state so you can still have it on your person and follow the rules of legalization as a personal as an individual you just can't have a business in that area they're not gonna allow it and you can't purchase in that area either so that's yeah, and they don't want you to. They don't want you to smoke it. So they're talking about creating resolutions to even ban it at the beach and all of yeah, the Canada, other. Canada, Canada participate. So the Canada did that, um, where some provinces do not allow smoking in public, but most do. So that's you know something they allow. But again, you're right, MJ. We need to participate. We need to make sure if you're in New York, make sure you're participating. Um, in state and local, are important. If they have cannabis on the agenda, show up. Show up. Even if they're not letting you speak, show up because you hear what they have to say. Yeah, um, and we do need folks to be part of the working groups because, um, again, like I said, it's not over. And so, like, here comes the part. So, however, you want to be able to get access, you have to be able to at the table to say that. Because, you know, there's a few yeah. of us, and I'm really trying to push for participatory, like, style involvement. I don't know. And here in New York City, they have what they call participatory budgeting. And they give the community a million dollars. And the community comes together a few months ahead to talk about what's the need in the community and what they want to use this million dollar for. And whatever they, they, they come down to, then the community comes out and votes on the project. So it, I feel... With this, it's got to be the same way, especially with the communities that have been the most targeted. And Scott Stringer, the city comptroller, has a report. East Harlem is number three. I think Washington Heights is number one. Um, Brooklyn, Brownsville is up there. So we need, you know, um, we need community input, not, you know, these folks. I, I have a question. I have to be in the room. I have a kind of yeah. one of the things you said with kids and teaching kids. I think is really important. Like I said, I have four kids. My daughter is twenty years old, and I started her with CBD for her anxiety and stuff, and had to scale her up to oil, you know, THC. And it was hard for me to even talk to her about it. I was scared, you know, the stigma and everything. And then my other kids are, are three boys. It's been hard for me to talk to them. You know, it's hard for me to make them understand. And it's not that they're dumb. They know. It's just something that's not spoken to because about because, again, the way the streets are and what the kids they go to school with, they're already smoking. They're doing their thing, but they're doing it a different way. So I want to make sure that I give my kids the exact correct information where they know that they're not going to go back to school and hang out after school, even during school, and do that because it's not right, you know? Or so if you want to... Or if they do want to do it, that they talk to you, right? That they're absolutely the like my too. daughter did. I mean, I know my daughter's Create different. A safe you know, she's environment really responsible and yeah. think, right, right. So you know, I know the way I did it with my daughter, and it worked really well. And thank God she's so responsible. You know, I just want to make sure I do that for my boys as well. You know, because as brown men out there, even though they do present white, it's difficult, and I get scared for them. No matter what the laws are, I still get scared for them. 
I don't think it's uh, I don't think that it would be any different to um, smoke a joint with my parent than it was. I'm about to age myself a little bit to drink like a wine cooler in my living room. If my mom would let me drink in my, you know, so that I wasn't out on the street drinking and then driving right. drunk. And so I don't think it's really any different. We just have to present it. Oh, she froze. Oh, really frozen. And no edgy. Can you still hear me? Oh, Hope you okay. come back. I'm come back. back. Yes, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, we really do need to educate our kids. I swear I'm getting a new computer. I swear. Um, it's angry right now. Um, but um, I want to continue this conversation. I feel like it deserves another segment or another show. Um, uh, I don't want. I don't want to leave yet. I do need to take a break. Everybody, take a hydration break so that I can um, tell you about our sponsors. Um, one of our sponsors uh, is High Council. So um, look, you already have the mug. Can you hold up the mug there? <laughs> there you go. If you guys wanna get any of the High Council um, apparel, you can get any of the creators on High Council. There's about nine of us. Um, you can go to highcouncil420.com. Uh, when you purchase anything off of highcouncil420.com between now and May 26th, 10% of the proceeds from the website are going to go to Addison Grinek. Uh, and she is going to need a, several very um, major surgeries to help her quality of life. So we're going to help out with that by giving 10% uh, site-wide. And from what I understand, uh, a majority, if not all of the creators are giving 100% of their proceeds as well to this charity. So if you're interested in helping out and being um, a part of the community, you can order some of our merchandise on highcouncil420.com. You can also go to mysmokegear.com slash ref slash DGO, and uh, you can get some pipes there. We got some apparel there. We got grinders there. Got all kinds of cool uh, stuff on, uh, on mysmokegear.com. So check that out. They are going to match whatever High Council does. So whatever High Council does, my smoke gear is going to match that. Nice. Um, I didn't and, know that. I guess I did. So I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> sorry, I'm mumbling. I should. should I that was in my head and it came out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also sponsored by Levo. You can go to um, levooil.com or shop and order a Levo. You can get 10% off by using our discount code CannabisCloset420 um, on shop.levo.com or levooil.com. Um, either of those, I believe, work. Uh, the links are in my personal bio, so check out all of my personal bios, Can Queen DGO. And we also have uh, are putting links in to the show notes, too, so check that out. Um, did I miss anybody? on the list right um, now. no i'm just gonna throw this up here for okay. um for addison her gofundme yes, go if you want me. to uh donate directly there or share her gofundme um you know if you can't donate if you you know and it's not in your budget please share um yeah, share. every every uh thought helps and to help this little young lady um get the the surgeries she needs and it's a great uh you know um, thing to support if you have a little extra, but if you don't, um, you know, certainly share, share, share. Um, so speaking of, uh, events and things of that nature, I've, um, I've heard you mention a couple times, a Juneteenth event that is being held in New York. Can you tell us more about what's going on? 
Yeah, can I tell you two events? Um, so yeah, one is absolutely. actually this Saturday. This one, Saturday? This one is Saturday. this Saturday. It's the cannabis parade. Um, so it is. It happens every year. Um, the reason why is, you know the notices is coming out late is because the organizing usually starts September, but because of COVID, it was unclear if it was going to be allowed. And it's usually like a big stage and celebration. But we're still going to do our be the best. So it's going to be starting at between 31st and 32nd Street and Broadway. And we're meeting there at 1030 and we're marching all the way to 19th Street. It's by the George Washington statue, I think, I believe. I have the information on my page, but um, we're gonna have a rally there, press conference, because we haven't had one since um, it became legalized. And so we're gonna celebrate, we're allowed to smoke. When I first went, to the cannabis parade, I I um, was like I couldn't I was I was I had been arrested and spent a little couple of days in Rikers and so I was in a situation where I wasn't allowed to be rearrested and I was so nervous because I like they were like no you can smoke they got permission from the police and it was like no and I stood by the lawyers but anyway we can smoke as we march bring your contingents bring your signs bring your you know bring your energy. Bring your weed, bring your joints. You know, obviously it's COVID, so we have to, you know, have our mask and smoke. It's some weird thing, but you know, I I think we'll be, you know, it'll be fine. But yeah, so that's this Saturday, May first, and then Juneteenth, which is June nineteenth. Obviously, is a Saturday this year. Um, here in East Harlem, we're going to have a block party um, between one eleven Street, um, between Third and Lexington. It's the People's Church. It's the church where the Young Lords organized out of in the 1970s. And if you don't mm -hmm. know about the Young Lords, look them up. And so, oh, yes. <laughs> look them up. Look them up, people. Uh, and so we're going to have a block party with music. Um, we, you know, vent the food. Um, we're going to have, we're trying to make sure Ricardo is going to be in the state so he can read the book to the kids. We're going to have crafts for them. We're going to talk about what is legalization. By that point, we're hoping the attorneys really dissected the bill a lot more and so we yeah. can have more information and what's to come and we'll know more about this board process. Um, we're going to talk about expungement. We're going to talk about how to get a copy of your rap sheet. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but also be have a celebration and because the day is a very significant day. But also, we're also going to talk about what's happening with psilocybin here in New York State, because that's also happening. And we really need to get that push because we if you know anything about the the, the, the way the, the state level works, um, they're going to be, you know, right now we have majority, but that can change, you know, when they got to go for reelection. And that's like mm -hmm. next year. So. We want to try to get in as much as possible, both on the state and the federal level. But here in New York State, they are pushing for decriminalized. There's already decriminalized psilocybin, but we're pushing for legalization uh, with all awesome. drugs. And so decriminalizing nature and um, decriminalizing. You're going to be the place to be this summer. That's what's up. <laughs> I mean, we're trying to follow, see what Oregon has been doing, but and try, mm -hmm. like watching, but then want to make it better. And like especially with, um, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, so I have a question. So from now until when, because we have, a, obviously, we already have um, dispos open, right, for the medical part of it. When are those dispos are going to, is it going to take year, a year, two months, months for, for them to actually get 
what other dispos in other states have already, like, you know, the variety of things that you can pick and choose from. It's going to be at 18 months. Well, it's good. The process, because again, the regulatory. No, absolutely. About eight, they're, they're saying about 18 months before selling. And I think 12 months to grow, I believe. I, I have to double check that. But yeah, mm -hmm. nothing's going to really start. And that's why I tell people, be careful on who lawyers you're saying that they can help you get a permit like a friend of mine sent me a message saying oh look my cousin went and got a cannabis permit what is this true and i was like this is not cannabis this is hemp and i was like it's not we haven't even the board hasn't even been decided yet so we you know we gotta i want everybody everybody should just really Pump the brakes <laughs> yeah and just do your business like create yeah. but like also you know realize that there's still so much more to go and it's going to take some time and if we yeah. push and if we have to push to get our people there it's probably going to take more time absolutely um you guys follow normal.com and definitely if you have time and your busy schedules volunteer your time with normal if you have any change to spare go ahead and donate to normal it's normal is one of the largest lobbying groups for cannabis that we have at the moment and so that's another one that um that you can check out for sure uh, but um, you can really get involved and keep up with the news if you just simply go to that website and follow that website. Normal N O R M L. Drop the yeah, a, or you, yeah. They're the, they're the national, and you could also follow New York NYC Normal, which is the, the city mm -hmm. chapter. Um, we have Empire Normal, you know, and our Smart Coalition, which is the Marijuana Justice. But um, yeah, we're all, you know, we're all part of the same, the same group. And we're like now, especially going to be working now that we got the, we passed, we're like now in discussions of like, what is now this going to look like? So it's really important if folks can get involved, if you have some time, we still haven't figured out what day of weeks, you know, these committees are and what committees are going to be, new committees are going to be formed. Right. Um, but definitely people should be a part of that. But we need your voices in the room. We need cannabis positive people. We need cannabis positive people of color in the room, please. And thank you because it cannot just be a bunch of white men in the room making decisions for our laws and our regulations that are- They've been doing it too long. They've been, and look what they've Absolutely. done. They screwed it all up. So now we need to get women in the room and change things around a little bit and make these laws right. Um, so and I'm here for that. You're gonna see me. I'm gonna be there on Saturday. I hope to run into you on Saturday, but I'm definitely gonna be there. And um, you'll be hearing more of me because I'm definitely gonna stay involved. I wanna be part of this. I wanna be a, a help to those that a pathway to the people that are over here in the little neighborhoods, you know, in the hood, as they say, because mm -hmm. they are not gonna come here and speak to you. They're they're afraid to, they may not know how to, they may, you know, feel intimidated. So I would like to be a person that's able to come to you, get that information and bring it to them so I could help them because I Tell know them to come that out they need it so much. I definitely will. I'm Tell definitely going to be And I'm pretty I sure I have a few people you. in mind and I'm going to definitely be there. Don't worry yeah, about I it. Yeah, I told my people, we got like, a, you know, some of the people, because I've been born and raised here in the same neighborhood. And so my people here, I mean, I got a few dealers, but one of the bigger ones is the Stoner Club. 
And so I was like, y'all better come out. They're from Jefferson Projects. I was like, a lot of them come from Jefferson houses. And so I'm like, y'all better show up. They were like, we're coming out. And unfortunately, we lost Black Rob. So Black Rob comes from the community. So I was like, you know, we also got to come out for him, you know. And Absolutely. I'm so going to tell my people, um, the Bronx Medical, Bronx Medical is on Instagram and other people that I go to, they'll be here tomorrow. The guy that came today, I'm, I'm effed for the night, but that's okay. Um, but I'll tell Bronx Medical, I would like them to come They're They're really important. They've been a, a, a big help in my life and my daughter's life. So I would like them to get involved as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you make sure that we have that information so that we can, for uh, your Juneteenth event, um, and for the Saturday event, too, because when I go live, I'll go ahead and talk about it, too. Um, and if we go live in, in this week, uh, again, we'll we'll definitely mention it. Um, just make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we're we have still all organizing. The, but, yeah, we're yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just make sure I have all the correct information, and that way we can share it as much as possible and get um, as many people out there as possible. And just like, you know, I'm not a fan of Facebook, but also you can find uh, like pages that are within your community and you can find out events that are happening within your own neighborhoods that are just like this and get involved and start getting to know the other people who are involved and you want to learn more about cannabis. I mean, obviously we want you to come here and we're going to teach you everything that we can teach you, but the best way to learn about cannabis and really get involved is to really get involved, start meeting the people, be in the spaces, have conversations with people like Pilar, you know, and, and she's, and she's a board member of normal. So, okay, now that's a different conversation. And also she heard that there's a job opening at a dispensary down the street and they're looking for, you know, managers or whatever. And so this is how, this is and, how you, you and get on your community board. I mean, go to your community boards as if you're here in New York city, you know, I don't know what they look like outside of the city, the five boroughs, but here in the city, you know, we have community boards and they're going to be important because when you want to open your small business or your dispensary, they're going to be part of that decision factor. And if you right. don't have a relationship with them, you know, you might not to say you couldn't do it, but it's just yeah, but really want to just be involved. And so like, yeah, like do that too. Like really start talking to being involved. They're not fun meetings. I'm going to tell you right now. But people hire people they know and people that they trust and their friends. And oftentimes their friends look like them unless they meet friends in a room full of people who don't look like them. So you have to be in the room. You have to be there. And these opportunities are not coming to your living room. I promise you that you have to, you have to go out and get involved. This is yeah, important, guys. Like you say, it's important because I was in the medical field as an administrator, and seeing what goes on in hospitals, forget it. It's crazy. the The way doctors hand out drugs is like, like nothing, you know. And the people, amount of people that we have within the drug programs or the methadone programs were so much greater because of what the doctors were giving them. I saw it. I saw it for 25 years. I worked at Elmhurst Hospital in Queens. You know Elmhurst Hospital. I'm sure, Pilad, that you've heard of Elmhurst Hospital. <laughs> That's where anybody that's in Rikers goes when they're sick. So, you know, it's crazy. So being on the other side, I definitely want to be an advocate. I'm definitely going to get more involved. And definitely, I'm there, man. I'm there for this. I'm there for this growth. I'm there to fight for my community, to fight for my people. Definitely. Yeah. Well, um, we are uh, almost at an hour and a half on this episode. Uh, and we, first of all, I want to have both of you back because yes. um, 
you're going to get more involved. So you're going to have a lot more um, input. And also, I, I, we just, we, we also want to be involved. Yes. And so let's um, stay in touch. We want to have guys back on um, and in different shows that we have. And uh, we would like to also find out how we could get involved in maybe some of your community events. Yeah. No, she's frozen no. again. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. It's, I'm probably working on it. Um, but um, any last any last thoughts? Uh, um, I'll give the floor to you, Janet, and and then Pilar and um, and. MJ to round out the show. Any well, last I just want to say thank you, Pilar, for being a voice for us. And um, I look forward to one day working closer with you. And thank you, Kanati, for giving me this platform and giving me a voice. Finally, a woman has, a brown woman has a voice. And it was a white woman who gave me that platform. And I am so grateful for that. Really grateful for that. I just, I'm happy, yo, stay lifted all the time. Where can we find you? I'm on JLip696969 on TikTok. I'm Jan Fonseca. That's F-O-N-S-E-C-A on Instagram. And that's where you find me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, yeah, same thing. Like, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I think it's really important to get this information out. It's still, that's why we really, it's always been a passion. It is a passion of mine to really get this information out. As I mentioned, especially language access at our events, they're always translated. Um, it's important that the community is able to understand what's the information that's being shared. Um, so thank you for, you know, having me and, um, yeah, see you Saturday, see you Juneteenth, see you at the meetings that you probably will be a part of. I want to just like tell you right now, they're not always fun. Just to be really real, you know, it's a lot of, you know, talking and decisions that have to be made. And I know sometimes that could be challenging and we all have a lot of, you know, juggling a lot of things. But yeah, get, you know, you know, I'm always here for any other questions you may have, um, you know, I'm like I said, multiple. there's also, I'm a tenant advocate. So right now in New York City is like, right now this rent stabilization stuff is going on and then the eviction memorandum is expiring. So, uh, and then marijuana. So I'm trying, and then trying to build my businesses. So it's like, ah, oh, so I promise though, I will get back to you. Um, it, it just sometimes takes me a little time, but I'm not avoiding you, I promise. I promise and I'm gonna, get back like, to let's heal the world together. That's really one yeah. of my things, so yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. MJ, any Ooh. final thoughts or questions? No, I am so. This was a great show. I'm excited so um, that we did this, and I can't wait for our, our next uh, planning meeting so that we can uh, take this show and, and take all the next uh, sessions that we're going to have and build on them. And, um, you know, sparking all the interest of like, you know, these ancillary businesses for New York, even just a consulting to say like, hey, here's someone who actually cares about the community that has the knowledge of X, Y, and Z, and let's work together so that you who wants to take your business legal um, can uh, go through those steps and have someone that understands uh, who they are, where um, we are politically and in the you know legal aspects of it, and uh, be that 
bridge. So I'm really happy, um, Janet, too, that we made this connection that you're here and that this just all kind of worked out really well together. And um, yeah, so I am, I don't know, I think that it, that's it. I'm, I'm blown away with how every show just gets a little bit better, a little bit more, you know, um, dialed in. So amazing. It's, it's because we get amazing guests. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> we do. As you, you ladies are amazing, full of knowledge. Um, I'm always like a little nervous, like, okay, some people get nervous when they get on and then, and then everybody comes on and they're just like, and, and y'all didn't <laughs> disappoint me at all. So thank you for bringing your knowledge here. We're going to bring Pilar back for sure. We're going to bring Janet back for sure on future shows. So keep an eye out for both of these ladies because their knowledge has to be shared and we're going to, we're going to share it here. Okay. Um, uh, with that, uh, we are going to wrap this up. I want you guys to remember to be nice and stay lifted and, and cultivate love. There you go. And we'll yeah. see you guys next time. All right. Peace out. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who tuned in. <laughs> you ladies want to hang out, you're welcome to also. Oh.